Wrestling with siblings, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is a fight, so I gotta get right. right. Can't have my back on the ropes. Never. This for my sister and bro. I swear that we'll make it, that's yeah, all that we hope. Go, life is so cold. Get hit with a center, that's all that she wrote. The world that we live in has made me cutthroat. Yeah. I started rapping by life just to cope. Now I spit fire like Ricky yeah. Steamboat. Yeah. Straight from the bottom, got so much to gain. I had to grind just to build on my name. People call me champ, I'm feeling like Dwayne. I let it smack down, here comes the pain. Here comes the pain. Right. Right. Welcome to a brand new episode of Wrestling with Siblings. I'm your host, Araceli, and this is my co-host, Armando. Hi, guys. I'm Armando, and welcome to Wrestling with Siblings. All right. Let's get started with SmackDown. We are officially, what is it, two weeks away from WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year for the WWE. And excited to see what is yet to come at WrestleMania. Again, it's the road to WrestleMania, and we're this close, and matches are starting to shape up, and we'll see how it ends up going. Speaking of... WrestleMania, I guess you can call him the number one contender, the guy that will be main eventing and facing Roman Reigns for the Undisputed Championship at WrestleMania, Cody Rhodes, he comes out, he's opened up the show, and he's like, hey, you guys, so what should we talk about? Should we talk about WrestleMania? And he says, you know, the last few weeks have been really, really high stakes. And he comes out and he praises and gives his respects to Roman Reigns. He's like, you know what? He's been a great champion and he's probably the best champion in all of sports right now. So it gives him major props. And then he's like, but this also involves Kevin Owens. And he brings KO out and then Sami Zayn comes out. Yeah, and he's pretty much going out there and telling KO, you know what? I'm really thankful. You're really a great, great friend and you really... Were there for me when I took that step out of WWE. You really got me with these friends and created my own, you know, my own company, pretty much, if you want to call it. And he was just there thinking up, but he was also trying to knock some sense into Kevin Owens and be like, look, man, your buddy needs you. Your friend needs you. You should be there for him side by side and, you know, help him take down the bloodline. And Kevin Owens was like, no, I, I pretty much heard everything Sammy had his A and, you know, pretty much telling Cody, Whatever Sammy does or whatever you do, you guys are not going to change my mind. Okay, and then you have, since you already said everything that Cody said, then you have Sammy Zayn who basically comes out and he's like, hey, you know what? We need to team together. Like, I cannot take on the bloodline alone and I cannot beat the bloodline by myself. I need your help. I need your support. And KO is still like, no, absolutely not. There is no way... And Cody also goes and he's like, you know what? Everybody wants this. You want it. I want it. They want it. Everybody wants to see you guys come together to take down the bloodline. Because quite honestly, Cody can't do it by himself. And neither can Sammy. He can't take on the Usos by himself. And then right after that, obviously he says no, as Armando explained. And then you they cut to a segment where you see Sami Zayn going after KO as he's leaving the arena. And he's like, hey man, I know you want absolutely nothing to do with us. But at the end of the day, I love you and you're my bro. And I think that really resonated on, on Kevin Owens. And I think that's what he needed to hear. Because up until this point, we knew that Sami cared for him and that Sami wanted to team with him. But we didn't know how Sami really, really felt. And I think... That's going to be the difference maker going into this feud. I agree with you. I think those are the words that Kevin Owens was looking for. Not not that we're friends, not that we're in this together, but he wanted his, wanted Sammy to say those two words. You know what? We're brothers, and I love you. And you could tell that Kevin Owens, as he was going to get in his vehicle, he kind of hesitates a little bit and thinks about it. So I don't know if, if that's going to end up, you know, 
Mickey Kevin Owens help him out or no, but we'll see how it all plays out at the end for both of them. All right, let's move on to the very first match of the night. This was my favorite match of the entire night. We have Zelina Vega and Santos Escobar taking on Dominic and Rhea Ripley. Right off the bat, Zelina Vega not wasting any time at all. She goes right after Rhea using speed to her advantage, and she's Hurikarana. Everybody, she's out here proving why she is one of the greatest to step foot in that ring. Hey, and what better way to do it than against the one that's going to face Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. Make a statement, prove to everybody why you also deserve to get a title shot in the future. And you know what? She looked very awesome. I mean, like you said, there was the speed, the quickness. She tried to end it very quick. And I think Rhea wasn't expecting Selena to come out like that. And you know what? If we see more of Selena like this, as she keeps on coming out like that with the confidence that she showed against Rhea, she could do a lot of great things, and she proved it in this match. I mean, you know, she pretty much almost had the match won in within the first couple of minutes. We saw a completely different side of Selena Vega, a completely different side. She was confident. She was hungry. She wanted to go out there and really prove what Selena Vega is capable of doing, and we saw her do moonsaults. We saw her do the unexpected. I feel like people underestimate, and as well as Rhea Ripley, kind of underestimated somebody like Zelina Vega, but at the end of the day, Zelina went out there, and she was like, you know, what I am going to show them what Selena Vega is made of and of course we've said it time and time again she is a future Hall of Famer no matter what you put Selena to do she always delivers a hundred percent and she's very very smart she started using speed to her advantage why she knew that the faster she went and the more she could outrun Rhea she was going to get an advantage over her and she did that's exactly what she did and I feel like she dominated the majority of that match at least against uh, Rhea and not only that you know the courage you know she didn't care about size she's like you know what Rhea is way bigger than me and more stronger I don't care I'm gonna go out there and prove myself against Rhea and I give her props she did it you know she did his what a great, great match she had uh, tonight in uh in Smackdown and let's not underestimate Rhea Ripley. Obviously, Rhea Ripley, she was using power to her advantage. She has a lot going on up here because she's in two weeks, she's going to be facing the SmackDown Women's Champion in probably the biggest match of her entire career. She is probably going to headline WrestleMania. And I feel like she went in super confident but wasn't expecting the Zelina Vega that she got during this match. I agree with you on that. And she also has a lot on her plate. You know, she also has to deal with the, uh, Dominic's issues as well, too, with the Mysterios. You said it perfectly. She's also dealing with Charlotte Flair. And not only that, the problems that Judgment Day has with Edge. So she has a lot on her mind. So I get it why she wasn't fully focused. But as she started to, the match started to go and started to get the flow on it, she kind of dominated a little bit. And, you know, she ended up getting the win. And let's not under estimate santos escobar fantastic competitor he's very smart he's brilliant he knows exactly what he's doing and he took advantage of every single opportunity that he got dominic on the other hand he was like you know what i have to make sure i stay as far away from him as i possibly can therefore zelina and Rhea pretty much handled the majority of this match yeah and i mean great win for for Rhea. um make a statement and Build her confidence to face Charlotte Flair in two weeks at WrestleMania. Yes, let's move on to basically Dom and Rhea who come out and, well, they're already out there, but they're basically in the ring and Dom is like, you know what, we're going to induct a deadbeat dad, we're going to induct somebody that doesn't deserve to be inducted into the WWE 
2023 Hall of Fame. And he basically starts trash-talking Ray, right? And this is when Ray comes out and he's like, I've had enough. And in the past, I have had no problem with kicking somebody's ass. But I'm not going to do that to you. Why? Because you're my son. And Dominic's like, you know, you fight me. Fight me. I want you to fight me. Have that match with me at WrestleMania. And I think this storyline has gone pretty far up until this point. And Rey hasn't budged yet. You know, you got to give it up to Rey Mysterio. Even, like, in a TV perspective, right? That's his son, you know, and you have to take a lot. And for him to not snap at Dominic yet, I give I give Ray big props because I would have snapped a long time ago. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Everything that Dominic has said has been completely disrespectful. And for Ray Mysterio not to take action and, and not to do anything about his son. And I mean, he's taking a lot of, a lot of stuff from Dominic. If it would have been another parent, it probably would have just already... You know, smack them, hit them, or or something. But I, I give a lot of props to Mysterio. I think he's he's showing a lot of respect. He's showing a lot of class. And I don't know. I mean, it, it it's tough. I, I, he loves his kid, and he wouldn't do that to his kid. But I mean, we'll see how what ends up happening. You know, one of my biggest questions, and yeah, one of my biggest questions is where is Angie and where is Aaliyah? Because we got a storyline a couple years ago that involved the entire family, right? And they all somehow all got involved. In this scenario, it literally is father versus son. Like, they have been feuding over, what, the last six months to a year now? And we haven't seen Angie or Aaliyah get involved. Where is the family? Do you guys see the family getting involved within the next two weeks at some point? Potentially the Hall of Fame, maybe. But aside from that, do you guys see the family getting involved from here on out? I think they will. Um, but at, at the same time, I also think they're letting Dominic and and Ray, you know, deal with this because I feel this is their situation as well. Yeah, Dominic has gone to their house and ruined family events and all that stuff. But I think they're kind of stay away because it's between them. It wouldn't surprise me if they get involved to try to next, knock some sense into Dominic as well too. But we'll see how it goes. In the next couple of weeks, I, I do see getting them involved. Maybe just coming out and talking to Dominic and be like, look, why are you doing this to dad? You know, this is a really tough business. And, you know, those are the perks of being in this business. You know, and you know it. And, and now that you're a WWE superstar, you know damn good and well why your dad wasn't there. Why he was missing all those special events for you. 100%. I can't wait to see what happens within the next two weeks on the road to WrestleMania. All right, let's move on to a fatal four-way Qualifier, qualifying match, tag qualifying match at WrestleMania. And these teams are going to face each other to see who's going to be the first team to qualify. We have Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Emma and Tegan Knox. Not wasting absolutely any time. Team Liv and Raquel immediately, immediately, immediately go right after the competitors. They know what's at stake here. You get a match at WrestleMania. I really like the chemistry of this team, uh, Liv and Raquel, uh, from the get-go. As soon as the bell rang, you saw the chemistry. You saw the vibe that they had. You could tell they were getting along. And once you start getting a tag team like this, that they get along and their vibe is there, they're very, very dangerous. And for them to be, I believe, their first match together as a tag team, it's very, very important to connect with your partner the way they did it. And, I mean, today in the ring, they they kick butt. I mean, you know, you have Raquel with the power and, and just live. You know, she's a former champion, and 
she's that's why she was a former champion. I agree. I think they balance each other out. You said it perfectly. Raquel has the power. Raquel is the one that brings that powerhouse that is able to dominate when it comes to the team. And then you have somebody like Liv Morgan, who's a high flyer, who is willing to go to the extreme, willing to do anything and use her speed to her advantage. This team is definitely well, well, well put together. And you you were able to see that today. Like you were able to see how confident this team is in working together. But you also can't as- underestimate the team on Emma and Tegan Knox. They immediately, as soon as they found the opportunity, what did they do? They isolated that ring. Why? They knew that the second that Raquel uh, Raquel Rodriguez, I'm sorry, came in, that was going to be the difference maker in this match, and it certainly was. Hey, and they did the best they could to cut the ring in half and not let her in. You know, I think that's a smart strategy that any tag team could implement in the ring. You know, and and. They gave it their all. They they fought their best, but it, it was just that power of Raquel Gonzalez that was the difference it, during this match. I think it was a pretty even match as well, but like we said, Raquel was the one that made the difference maker in this match, and Liv and Raquel move on, and they're guaranteed a match at WrestleMania, so good, good for them. 100%. All right, let's move on to Charlotte, who basically comes out to call out Rhea, and she's like, you know what, Rhea? You want to be a star. You want to be the champ, but you're not. Why? Because Charlotte Flair is both the star and the champ. And she's like, you know what? You're Every time you stare at me, you stare at me with this fear in your eyes. And I feel like this was all part of the strategy. This was Charlotte Flair trying to get under the head and under the skin of Rhea Ripley this close to WrestleMania. And she certainly did it. I agree. That's why she's the champ and that's why she's on top. She's playing those head games with Rhea because Rhea knows... She has to get a win over Charlotte Flair if she wants to make a statement. If she wants to be the woman, you know, and and that's the that's the superstar to beat. And I feel that Charlotte's strategy is is good. She, she doesn't want Rhea to be fully focused going into her match, and she's doing a very very good job in distracting her. And Rhea, some of the things that she said is she gives her major props. You know, she's like, "You have been fourteen times women's champion." For a reason, you're the woman that everybody wants to beat. People look at you and they turn around and they they have this fear in their eyes, you know. And I think this comes this also comes from Rhea obviously taking a loss at I believe it was WrestleMania 36 where she lost the NXT Women's Championship, if I'm not mistaken, to Charlotte Flair. So there's obviously something there that she wants to prove. And she basically calls her out. She's like, you know what? You have to learn to fear me. You have to be afraid of me. And the superstars in the back are also going to be afraid of me come WrestleMania. And obviously, throws a cheap shot. Yeah, and after that, they just start going all over the place. But this is a perfect example other than Rhea is not afraid of Charlotte Flair. Why? Because she decides to go after her and... Pretty much like a little mini brawl breaks out between them. So Rhea is not backing out. And she really, really wants to take out Charlotte Flair. But this is why I think Charlotte is the best in this business. And I will tell you why. Not only does she prove it every single time she's in the ring. But she backs it up each and every single time. And I will tell you why. You saw that sheep shot that Rhea did to Charlotte. Does nothing to her. She falls to the ground and she just looks at her like, really? She gets up like nothing happen and just goes and defends herself and a brawl breaks out that's how you know charlotte is the best in the business quote unquote now there's more people like you have becky you have your baileys right but as of this moment in the smackdown division that's why she's a champion because things like that 
is why she's at the top of her game. And Rhea has to learn from that. And she has to take advantage and pick at all the weaknesses from Charlotte Flair. She knows how to set her off. The moment you set Charlotte off, eventually it starts to go from her momentum, starts to go down here. And that's where Rhea has to capitalize on going into and, WrestleMania. And not only that, but Rhea is hungry. She is hungry for victory. She is hungry for success. She is hungry for main eventing. And I think that's the difference between the last match that they had up until now. That Rhea is hungry and she wants a WWE Women's Championship. And she wants that SmackDown. And she's going up against Charlotte. Yep. 100% agree with you on that one. LA Knight versus Xavier Woods. This was a fairly quick match. LA Knight kind of dominated the majority of this match. And then he kind of, Xavier Woods kind of just stole the win via roll-up. It was actually quite funny. I don't blame LA, LA Knight. I'm sorry for um, wanting to get in, in, in WrestleMania. I mean, it's going to be in LA, you know, and, and he wants to be part of it. And I think Xavier Woods knew that going into the match, that LA Knight is so desperate to get into WrestleMania that he was going to do whatever. So what did Xavier Woods do? He waited for the perfect opportunity for LA Knight to make a mistake. And sure enough, that's what he did. I mean, that was the difference in this match. LA Knight, if you would have been more calm and you would have, like, took in your time and, you know, been, been focused on the match and not so much into WrestleMania, you would have probably got the win at Xavier Woods. And again, not underestimating Xavier Woods, but I just think he outsmarted you on this one. I do agree. We know what Xavier Woods is capable of. We know he's... I think his biggest advantage is that he's part of a tag team. And they're a trio. So he's learned how to survive. And he's learned, you know what, I gotta capitalize on the small little moments. Any window of opportunity that I see, I have to capitalize. And that's exactly what he did against L.A. Knight. Alright, let's move on to our main event. We get to see Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. And basically the winner of this match is gonna go on to face... Gunther at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship. I think this is one of the biggest matches on SmackDown that happened. And you have two of the biggest competitors. You have somebody like Drew McIntyre, a major powerhouse, who can literally knock somebody out with a simple Claymore kick. And a future, uh, sorry, a former champion, previously WWE champion, who outlasted 29 other men, to win the Royal Rumble, going up against somebody like Sheamus, who has the talent, has the athleticism, has absolutely everything in him to be a top star. Not only that, but these two guys know each other very, very well. They pretty much, you know, grew up in the same same area. You know, they're from Europe, and not only that, but they're hard hitters. They're hard hitters. You know, as soon as these two guys get in the ring, you're going to have a complete brawl. These guys are going to go at it. 100% and they're not going to hold anything back. And I think they're two of the most talented people in this roster. And you said it. They know each other super, super well. And you can see how bad both of these competitors want to go on to WrestleMania to face Guther at WrestleMania. If you had me to pick between these two, I would go with Sheamus just because he's had one hell of a year. He's done a great job with the Brawling Brutes. And I think, I don't think he was kind of like underestimated this year but he's just he just had a great year if you really analyze you know ever since he started with the with the brawling brutes and it turns out we are going to get a triple threat at wrestlemania for the intercontinental championship i think this was the best call i really do think that because i think 
that Gunther going up against two of the best men, not only in the business, but in that SmackDown roster, oh, this match is going to be up there with, like, the Roman and Cody, with the Charlotte and the Rias. It's going to be one of the best matches you've ever seen at a WrestleMania. I mean, you if you want to put it this way, you got three of the heavyweights, three of the hardest-hitting superstars in the roster, and these guys are going to go at it. And you know what the best part is? It's triple threat rule, so you know what that means? No disqualifications, and you know damn good and well it's going to be chaos in the ring. So I'm excited for this match as well, too. Oh, yes. I am super excited. Can't wait for WrestleMania to see how this plays out. And will we be crowning a new Intercontinental Champion? Let us know in the comments below if you think we will be crowning a new Intercontinental Champion. Now, let's move on to the main event. We get Jay and Sammy finally, for the first time, face-to-face. -face, and we finally get those answers that we want. And he basically, Jay was like, I didn't want you to be a part of the family. That that was point blank period. That's what he told Sammy. He's like, everybody loved you, but you betrayed all of us. It was my job to protect my family. And that has been his job since day one. And not only that, but Sammy's ain't throwing out the, the bombs. You know, the haymakers telling Jay, hey, you know what? You're just mad because you couldn't do what I did at the Royal Rumble, and that's hit Roman Reigns with the chair, and I think that's what got Jay fired up. That is what set him up, 100%. That was the shot where Jay was like, absolutely not. You're not going to come after me like this. And this is when a little mini brawl breaks out, and we get Jay, and again, the numbers gain. That is exactly how they took down Sami Zayn. And then when you see him isolated by himself, nowhere to go against the Usos, Kevin Owens decides to come to the rescue of his brother, his longtime friend, his best friend, Sammy Zayn. A sight I thought I'd never see, you guys. The way this story was going, I was like, Kale, you need to get it together. This needs to happen, and I'm so glad it finally did. He goes out, and he finally gets redemption with Sammy Zayn. After everything he told Sammy and how Sammy insulted him and everything, at the end of the day, he proved that they're brothers and friendship lasts over everything and this is a perfect example i think he you know came to his senses and he's like you know what i'm not gonna let my brother die in the ring i'm not gonna let him suffer and i got his back and he's got my back so i mean i'm pretty excited most likely it's gonna look like it's gonna be the usos versus sammy and ko at wrestlemania it's not official but it looks like they're gonna go that route and if anybody could dethrone these guys the usos it's gonna be ko and sammy saying i have no doubt about it I think they've done the damage. I think they're going to get in the Usos' head. And this is the team that's probably going to beat them. I think you're right. This is the team that's going to take down. I want to say one half of the bloodline. I say that because there's four of them. And this is half of the bloodline. And I think this is the team to do it. And everybody, every single person at SoFi Stadium is going to be behind these teams. So... Big pressure. If I were the Usos, I'd be very, very careful. And if I were Roman Reigns, I'd be watching super, super close. Because not only is Cody Rhodes coming to dethrone Roman Reigns, we have the Us uh, we have KO and Sammy coming to destroy and take down the Usos. You know, and we'll see if, if at the end of WrestleMania is it the end of the bloodline. But we'll just have to wait and find out in two weeks to see what WrestleMania has in store for all of us.
I agree. All right, you guys, that is all we have for you guys on this episode of Wrestling with Siblings. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe, and most importantly, become a part of the siblings today. And for those of you that do not know what WWS stands for, I wonder what does WWS stand for? Wrestling with Siblings. Thank you guys so much, and see you guys next time.